0: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Hold on, Mary Jane! We are Sex people! I can One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Now, was I rushing or was I dragging? You guys want to go see a dead body? I know Kung Fu. Do it. Get away from her, you bitch! <laughs> What's in the fucking box? Hold on to your butt. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Yeah. Sorry,
1: my mom texted. Trent. Uh, oh. Hello. Uh, oh. Hi. Hello. Let's just, let's just restart. Let's just restart. What'd your mom text you? Uh, n- nothing, nothing. She just liked an image. Trent. Parth. We have a lot of topics to discuss. We have this podcast together. That's one of them. Yeah. Should we, we, should we use it as a it. platform to discuss important things, or the movie of the week this week, or what we ate? I'd say
2: all of it, Um, but I guess we should just start off by saying this is going to be releasing like three weeks late, but uh i'm going on a trip to india and so we have to record essentially three episodes before i go on that trip because i won't be able to record for that period of time but um as of recording today uh this, this is so fucking weird to be i feel like i'm reporting on this um the supreme court as of recording the supreme court it, this is just, very delayed um, overturned by this point. yeah uh, overturned i'm sure Roe everyone's Wade. well aware it's not, um i not guess
1: good. bad news yeah i it's guess just we- to
2: state our position this is pretty terrible
1: yeah no uh, parth uh I, I think you speak for the both of us yeah gonna go out on a, on a limb so i think it's bad too uh it's i said before that it's weird to discuss a movie of almost exclusively men um on a day like today um
2: yeah i mean the pod goes on i guess yeah, maybe mean, we... America Falls, but craft services will continue.
1: Tomorrow we have to discuss Top Gun, which is like supports the military industrial complex. and um... Oh,
2: Jesus. I didn't even think about that. Wow. Yeah. Happy? Happy, happy. Yeah. Well, we're kind of going about this very backwards, aren't we? Because the Top Gun interview or the Top Gun discussion is coming out as a recording day after tomorrow. We still haven't discussed that. This is the last thing coming out. And recording this first.
1: Well, this is roundabout, but nonetheless, um, apparently, if you're in a lot of states, you can't get an abortion anymore. Which, like Loki, well, I mean, not Loki. It sucks.
2: Um, high, quite high key sucks. Um, I guess the only things we can say is like, yeah, you know, um, as of right now, I think there's only three states with trigger laws that actually immediately effectively end abortion so if but it's you're all in, like the I,
1: lame-ass states it's like, like
2: louisiana I look, south dakota or something
1: i saw the map and it's all yeah. the fly it's all the flyover country including utah which i feel personally insulted by even though that it's mostly Mormons. so I, I i see where they're coming from
2: um i guess just if you are i mean everyone's affected by this but if you are personally affected by this you know this feels lame, but, like, I guess we're on your side. Like, you know,
1: we're rooting for you and, you know. It would feel weird know. to record today and not mention it in any capacity. You know?
2: As the debate about abortion continues, alternative ways of getting one are also becoming a part of the conversation. Plan C is an organization that helps women gain access to abortion pills that can be used without having to go to a clinic. Newslate LaMonica Peters talked with the group's co-founder about its work, and laying the groundwork
0: for these over-the-counter pills. Abortion pills have been used in the U.S. since 2000, but with the uncertainty of Roe versus Wade, women are taking another look at using these pills to terminate pregnancy. Plan C is a hub of information about how to find abortion pills by mail. Plan C was launched in 2016 as a web-based guide to getting abortion pills and self-managed abortion in the United States. Plan C does not provide abortion pills, but works with aidaccess.org based in the Netherlands to serve around 1,000 people each month. We have seen a dramatic increase in demand for information about how to get abortion pills, particularly after September 1st, when SB8 went into effect in Texas. Abortion pills are considered prescription medication in the U.S., and with the growing use of telemedicine, a visit to the clinic isn't needed to get them some states even allow telemedicine services to mail the pills directly to the person's address
2: yeah um there's not there's nothing particularly funny about this you know there's no like i feel like when we recorded do you remember when we rec- i don't even remember what episode it was you know what it might have been it might have been about lockdown fucking lockdown
1: mm-hmm. i think
2: while we were recording that the january 6th the insurrection was happening
1: yeah, no. That, that you, the timeline of that sounds roughly about right.
2: Any that that was like, like obviously awful and terrible, but like while recording, being like, maybe America's follow falling as we do this, like that as was a little funny. As we're discussing,
1: as we're discussing lockdown,
2: but like, this is this is significantly less funny.
1: Having the pod through, I guess, several years by this point, and existing in a turbulent time in American history, it's like we can track these important inflection points through our episodes and it always seems to come at the most absurd times like during the lockdown discussion or during the whiplash during the whiplash discussion yeah
2: i imagine we'll probably mention something tomorrow about this well our tomorrow your two weeks ago um exactly this is really this is like interstellar it's like the timelines
1: are all fucked up is Um, down yeah
2: um anyways i guess what have you been eating what did what I was going to ask you, but I'll. Uh, I had we went out for Thai yesterday, uh, and I had leftover drunken noodles. I had that. What about you?
1: I just had a surprisingly moist and nice blueberry muffin from Trader Joe's, and uh, some leftover sec- second-day coffee from Sim- Simply Chai, and it was mediocre yesterday, and then today maybe my taste buds were just desperate, but I was like, why is this better today now that all the ice is melted? because that's awesome you think it'd be watered down and bad
2: all right well
1: all right well
2: let's let's just cue the intro
1: part america's in a downward spiral and you're laughing what are you gonna do to stop it make a bunch of strongly
2: worded tweets
1: are you post an
2: infographic
1: are you tearing up twitter right now i kind of am is the internet shaking
2: wait i retweeted a tweet that gives away brett Kavanaugh's home address (laughs) (laughs) wait
1: this is making it in the edit parth marate no 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 you can't marate parth I'm all over that shit. And it's only gonna let me look at a few, and that's gonna cut me off. What? Because I don't have Twitter, and so when you just look at it, you'd like scroll for a little while, and it's like, get Twitter, bitch.
2: I think it might have been recently enough.
1: Why are you saying fuck you to Bronk?
2: Because it's his fault.
1: It how? Oh, because if he
2: Supreme had it. He, well, he had a soup He had a super majority in two thousand eight or two thousand nine didn't do anything with it except for passing Obamacare, which ended up getting repealed kind of anyways, then didn't, wasn't able to push RBJ to retire. She should have retired Um, and didn't push Merrick Garland all while he was in president. He had all three. He had the House, the Senate and the executive branch didn't get anything done, lost it all within two years, and then basically didn't get anything done for six years except to pass gay marriage, which is now also going to be overturned because of all the things he didn't do.
1: Is gay marriage going to be overturned? That seems so crazy.
2: That's the that's that's what Clarence Thomas said, that they're going after three things next. They're going after contraceptives, same-sex... Um, protect same sex relationship protections as in gay sex and um gay marriage dude we got the next three people. things they're after
1: we gotta drop it's them.
2: not the people i mean the people suck but like people want this
1: evil people dude yeah
2: <sighs> banality people. of
1: evil isn't that the the uh, the holocaust book about like just following orders or it's about the it was like the 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 case uh, the nuremberg no i'm just saying words nuremberg now. trials no is you're that... right i
2: am What's... well i mean the banality of evil is, uh, that like, comes like from really that but like it's true people try or to like... like make nazis and things like mythic like uh... mm-hmm. well like 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 it's some crazy evil that has never been seen before or since and that's Simply not true. Anyways, uh,
0: ready? Okay. Five, six, and dragging just a hair. Wait for my cue. Five, six, seven. Rushing. Five, six, and dragging. you suppose I just hurled a chair at your head, Neiman? I I don't know. Sure, you do. The tempo? Were you rushing or were you dragging? I, I don't know. Start counting. Five, six, seven. In four, damn it! Look at me! One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four one, two, three, one. Now, Was I rushing or was I dragging? I don't know. Count again. One two, three, four, one, two, three, four. Rushing or dragging? Rushing. So you do know the difference. If you deliberately sabotage my band, I will fuck you like a pig. Now, are you a rusher or are you a dragger or are you going to be on my fucking time? I'm going to be on your time. What does that say? Quarter note equals 215. Count me a 215. A 1, Jesus fucking Christ! I didn't know they allowed retards into Schaefer. Am I to understand that you cannot read tempo? Can you even fucking read music? What is that? Eighth note? Yes, what is that? Down to 16th note. Sight read measure 101. What are you, a fucking acapella group? Play the goddamn kit! Stop! Now answer my question Were you rushing or were you dragging?
1: Alright, you want to talk about the movie?
2: Welcome back to Craft Services where we talk about the movies and occasionally the state of American politics. Each week we talk about a film and hopefully a crew member of that film to talk with us about their experience working on the picture. Last week we talked with Melanie Jones, production designer of The Purge, Insidious The Last Key, and our movie today, Whiplash, was she cool, Trent?
1: I really enjoyed the interview, didn't you? I had a good time. So, Parth, Whiplash this week. One of, like, the greatest movies of the past ten years.
0: I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What's your name? Andrew Naman, sir? You know who I am? Yes, sir. So you know I'm looking for players. Yes, sir. Just do your best. You're here for a reason. You believe that, right? I'm here for a reason. Little trouble there. You're rushing. Uh, Ready? Okay. Five, six, and. Were you rushing or were you dragging? I, I don't know. If you deliberately sabotage my band, I will gut you like a pig. Oh, my dear God. Are you one of those single-tier people? His opinion means a lot to you, doesn't it? Yeah. I would push people beyond what's expected of them. I believe that is an absolute necessity. You won't be able to give me the time of day because you have bigger things to pursue. That's exactly my point. You are a worthless, friendless piece of shit whose mommy left daddy and who is now weeping and slobbering all over my drum set like a nine-year-old girl. Start practicing harder, Neiman. Why would you let him get away with what he did to you? Because I want to be great. Are you a rusher? Or are you a dragger? Or are you going to be on my time? You're going to be on your time. Keep playing! Keep playing! Keep playing!
2: Something like that. Yeah. I mean, not to spoil our eventual thoughts, but we like this movie.
1: Yeah. Um, maybe one of my top ten. If you were to ask me on the street my name ten movies I love, this might be one of them.
2: Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Um, in fact, it's so good, I think I might give a ten-word synopsis on it.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, so don't look at the... Uh, just can uh, continue making eye contact with me. Do not look at the document. Describe the film in ten words. Naaman has
2: abusive teacher, but loves to drum a lot.
1: Okay, so you you got the general point across, and then you kind of wasted your last couple words, but... I mean, like, what could I even put in those two words? uh, According to the... Well, a lot... Is that one word or two words?
2: It's... I believe there's a space between a and lot. I could be wrong.
1: Who's to say? Well, according to the internet, it reads, a promising young drummer enrolls at a cutthroat music conservatory where his dreams of greatness are mentored... By an instructor who will stop at nothing to realize a student's potential. The budget is $3.3 million, and the box office is $49 million. And I you guess think they made money off that? They did. Um, and I was just watching the student film. I mean, I don't know if you can call it a student film, but the short version of Whiplash before this. Have you watched that recently? Yeah. It's so interesting to compare, but like that feels like a student film. And so like the jump to this uh, and since they're made within a close period of time is pretty crazy.
2: Yeah, I guess we should just get into how the movie was made. Yeah, Production but in ju- history,
1: perhaps. Sure. Just I guess well, I could say this for the fun facts, but just since we just said the box office, apparently this is the lowest grossing movie to ever be nominated for Best Picture. Interesting. With forty-nine million dollars, did Moonlight make? It's not budget; it's box office, and I think box office. I know, but
2: didn't that make less? I could be wrong. Oh yeah, I am wrong. It cost. It made sixty-five million dollars. It cost less.
1: Parth was wrong for the first time on air. Everyone,
2: it's a sight to see.
1: Hide your kids. Hide your wife.
2: Anyways, while attending Princeton High School. Damien Chazelle was in a, quote, very competitive jazz band and drew on the dread he felt in those years. He based the conductor Terrence Fletcher on his former band instructor who died in 2003 and added elements of other band leaders such as Buddy Rich, who were known for their harsh treatment. He initially wrote the film. What?
1: Damien Chazelle's mom works at TCNJ, which is, I know. show Sophia Alexis's school and my sister also before our time told me that and I was very impressed.
2: When I went there, because on my college tours, um, I, I visited their communications department, and they were trying to get us to join. And they were like, and this was right after La La Land was really famous. And they were like, Damien Chazelle came here to give a talk. His mom teaches here, guys. And I was like, that's cool and all, but I'm going to go to Rutgers.
0: That's cool and all. I'm going to go to
1: Rutgers. Damien I went to Harvard, which makes me feel bad about myself. He went to Princeton, but, yeah. Did he? Yeah. I think in listening to the commentary, he said something about going to Harvard, but maybe I'm crazy. But th- didn't he grow up in Princeton?
2: He did. Uh, at least that's what I understand. Wait. No. You're right. It says alma mater
1: Harvard, but Parth- it also tr- says- Twice in one day. I know, day. twice. Wait. Wow, this is a Trent Trent day. College. Damian oh, Giselle sorry. College. He
2: went to he went to Princeton High School.
1: Oh. Yeah.
2: Wow, Trent, you're really showing me up today. Oh.
1: What a time to be alive. I'm excited to All record. Right.
2: Okay, don't 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 get too high on yourself. So, Damien Chazelle wrote the film initially in frustration while he was trying to get La La Land off the ground. Right-of-way films and Blumhouse Productions aided Chazelle in turning 15 pages of his original screenplay into a short film starring Johnny Simmons as Andrew Naiman and J.K. Simmons as Terrence Fletcher. The 18-minute short film received acclaim after de- debuting at the 2013 Sundance Film Festival, winning the Short Film Jury Award for fiction. This then attracted investors to produce a complete version of the script. The feature-length film was financed uh The feature-length film was then financed by both films with a $3.3 million budget. In August 2013, Miles Teller signed on to star in the main role, while J.K. Simmons remained attached to his original role. Uh, Chazelle told J.K. Simmons, quote, I want you to take it past what you think the normal limit would be. I don't want to see a human being on screen anymore. I want to see a monster, a gargoyle, an animal. Many of the band members were real musicians or music students. Chazelle tried to capture their expressions of fear and anxiety when they were pressed by Simmons. Chazelle said that between takes, Simmons was, quote, as sweet as can be, which he credits for keeping the shoot from being nightmarish. Principal photography began in September 2013. Filming took place throughout Los Angeles, including the Hotel Barclay Palace Theater and Orpheum Theater. A few exterior shots were filmed in New York City to create the setting. You can hear about that last week with Melanie Jones. Mm. The The film was shot in 17 days with a schedule of 14 hours of filming per day. Oof. Chazelle was Chazelle was involved in a serious car accident in the third week of shooting and was hospitalized with a possible concussion, but returned to set the next day to finish the film on time. It's kind of insane and kind of ironic given it's the far. film he was making.
1: It's like, uh, Teddy, well, yes, due to the car crash featured in the film. Um, and Miles Teller also, according in the research, he yeah. got in a serious car accident too, and you can see some of the scars on his face. Um, but it's like Teddy Roosevelt getting shot in the middle of his speech and then finishing the speech. It's like, you got to show up to set the next day, even if you get shot, you know,
2: the show goes on, sacrifice your personal safety and health for art guys. That's what craft services is about. Yeah. In North America the film opened on in a re- okay in North America the film opened in a limited release on October 10th 2014 in 6 theaters grossing $135,000 and finishing 34th at the box office it then expanded to 88 locations and then 419 locations after 3 months on release it had earned $7 million it then expanded nationwide to a thousand theaters to capitalize on receiving five Academy Award nominations, including Best Picture and Best Adapted Screenplay. It was a re- speaking of the Oscars. It was originally planned to compete for the Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay, but was later announced to be competing in the Adapted Screenplay category instead. To the surprise of Damien Chazelle, as that they were trying to say that the movie was based on the short film, but the short film was based on the original fully completed script so it's a whole chicken and egg thing at the 87th academy awards jk simmons won best supporting actor uh received the oscar for that and tom cross won the academy award for best film editing craig mann ben wilkins and thomas curley also won the academy award for best sound mixing trent wanna give me some fun facts
1: Sure, yeah, I I saw in the research that in J.K. Simmons winning um, the Best Supporting Actor Oscar, he played that character for like two weeks, and that Ethan Hawke, who was also nominated, played his character for 12 years in Boyhood, and that it's pretty baller that he won. Yeah. Yeah, Um, okay, so some fun facts. Uh, The studio originally gave Damien Chazelle a note saying, Quote, he's good at drumming. We get it. In an attempt to try and take out the ending drum solo, Chazelle disagreed and kept the drum solo in the film. videos uh, are stupid. Are I feel like stupid. that note is just like trying, like that's just someone in a bad mood. And like now well, that's
2: That's just like a fundamental un- misunderstand That's probably somebody trying to make the movie shorter, but not understanding like how movies work. And so they're just giving an arbitrary note that- this is a scene that goes on for a while so we can probably cut it down
1: but it's crazy that like just some studio executive in a chair somewhere that no one cares about is giving like notes like this and they can just be cranky and mean about like good material and then they end up on imdb trivia or if they're less lucky then they get struck down because you know that their their bad moods get in the way of actual decisions um. So, J.K. Simmons suffered two cracked ribs when Miles Teller tackled him during the last two days of shooting. Simmons managed to continue working despite his in- injury. Jason Reitman convinced Damien Chazelle to cut a scene involving Fletcher sitting alone in his apartment after Andrew's first studio band class. And I saw that they said, because Andrew is currently in every scene of the movie, and it's, like, basically told through his perspective. So, it'd be basically weird to have one scene that didn't
2: And We talked about this last week.
1: Yeah, we do. Um, the film was one of the, uh, I shared that already. Um, the film was shot, edited, and submitted into Sundance in 10 weeks. The screenplay for this film was featured in the 2012 blacklist of the most liked unmade scripts of the year. Um, though she received top billing for her performance and is the fourth cast member to be listed in the end credits, Melissa Benoist has less than 10 minutes of total screen time. Um, we can hear the voice of director Damon Chazelle screaming Tanner when Carl Tanner is arguing with Andrew due to the loss of his music folder. I heard that today, and I thought it was supposed to be Fletcher, but it just sounded like... That's what a- I thought. Yeah, right. Um, in real life, Joe Jones never threw a symbol. Uh, he dropped it on the floor gonging uh, Charlie Parker, um, the equivalent of the modern buzzing someone off. I only included that because they talk about it, like, twice in the dialogue. Um, Dane DeHaan turned down the role of Andrew. That's... I
2: think a good decision.
1: I, I didn't know who that was or if or if that's real, but he played the Green Goblin Jr. in Amazing Spider-Man 2, which is not a good movie. Um, both Miles Teller and J.K. Simmons portrayed comic book characters in a Marvel film. Uh, Simmons as J. Joan Jameson, as well as Commissioner Gordon I th- in what? In Justice League? Justice I didn't, League, yeah. I didn't see that movie. And then Miles Teller as Reed Richards and Mr. Fantastic in the bad Fantastic Four movie. And then it also said that... Four-stick, if you will. Yeah, and then also the most of a noise played Supergirl on TV. And I was like, "Oh, maybe she was like kind of famous for a minute there." But what what network was that on? Like CW. Yeah, like I don't care. Okay. Like did you ever care about like the Arrow or any of that bullshit?
2: Um I never got into Arrow. I re- I stand by the fact that Flash season 1 is good. Um and then after that it kind of devolves into things i don't care about
1: speaking of what's ezra miller's status legally are are, is he on the run are they on the run
2: we don't know what they're
1: what they're up to exactly we uh
2: again as of recording by this point it'll who knows what will have happened really Um, because remember
1: a few weeks ago when when they were just in hawaii and they were just like getting disgruntled at a bar and i was like yeah you know what, what happens in hawaii stays in hawaii but also um, n- now, well, yeah. also
2: they're reportedly on the run with like an eighteen-year-old, yeah. um, who says that they are they feel safe with um, Ezra Miller, but you know they're eighteen, and they are also housing a young mother with three kids.
1: I remember a few at a farm a, a few years ago. Someone showed me like a weird video of Ezra Miller, like. Kind of, like, pushing someone and then, like, choking them? Oh, like, them. choking them? Yeah, yeah, no, that
2: happened. <laughs>
0: Whoa, bro, 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 bro,
1: bro. And I was like, what's this? And it just seemed, like, so artificial, but now it makes perfect sense, like, given all this other information. They,
2: they seem like an interesting individual.
1: You, wow, you're phrasing that so nicely. Sure. Um... So, the title of the film refers to many things. Uh, The jazz piece Andrew Lerner performed with Fletcher's band. A common neck injury from car accidents, which you see in the movie. A beating of a drum similar to the cracking or lashing of a whip. And the DC suffers under Fletcher. And I read a fact that Andrew only successfully makes it through two full songs in the movie. And it's Whiplash and Caravan. um, Which are both really good songs and on the soundtrack. Um, And the soundtrack of this movie while we're here i mean the whole movie is a music movie but uh what jazzy sexy fun
2: it's it's quite good i i really i i got i watched this movie in like eighth grade and that was like my shit for a while the soundtrack
1: yeah i i don't blame you and um like the colors it's just like nice and moody and the momentum of the film just like all of it
0: uh we're gonna slow it down a little bit I'm guessing most of you folks have heard of that.
2: so for our first one star review we're going with Mm -hmm. l who says this is a quote very artsy movie okay acting in all caps terrible ending typical sundance artiness with no real substance this movie brings you through an incredibly difficult time in a in parentheses fictional drummer's life you expect redemption for all of his hard work but he just ends up nearly killing himself for his abusive conductor i feel like she's almost Uh, there
1: that's like a misread like, of the ending. What do you mean she's almost like, there? I like like
2: it's a complete misreading, but like like she explains what the point of the movie is and then goes, but that's why it's bad. And it's like like it's supposed to be that he nearly kills himself. For but, abuse. Al- if, but
1: also, how can you walk away from this movie and be like, yeah, the acting was okay? Yeah, but, I don't know. What does very I, art what is very artsy movie mean? I, I, I feel like
2: Especially, I mean, like, I don't, I can't speak to L's um, diet of film, but I feel like in the last few years, the threshold for what is considered artsy is like anything that's not like two hundred million dollars. Because, like, while like this is a very cheap movie, but like this is not like difficult to comprehend or understand. I would say this is like most people could watch this movie and get it.
1: It's like not abstract at all. Like very In any straight. way, it's a very, it's very linear. It's not.
2: It's not even told out of order or something. It's not like Memento. Oh, like Pulp Fiction. Know. Oh yeah. Okay, but like, it's not. It's 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 a very normal why is why is, narrative why is, fiction why is, film.
1: Why is L getting mad at this being about a fictional drummer?
2: I mean, I know there's a bunch of people that are like pissed that this isn't an accurate representation of drumming, but like. Wait
1: it what
2: like people get pissed cuz they're like well this isn't actually how jazz instructional spaces work but this is a based on
1: i mean like the director's wa-
2: own experience b is clearly a dramatization of when that experience when you watch experience. a
1: few good men like that's not exactly what a courtroom's like but like it's kind of yeah. what it's like it's just like all the action parts it's
2: it's it's also just like this is well-made and entertaining. And unless you are a drummer and are like, eh, I could notice
1: it wasn't exactly perfect. Like, <laughs> fuck
2: you, you know?
1: Yeah, but also, like, so much of the drumming is real. And Miles Teller is, like, an experienced drummer. And he went through, like, a lot of training. So, I'd rather... Well, like, I mean, there to-
2: there's there's a lot of parts where, like, you can tell that the music is not matching up to what they're playing. But, like, again, you have to really be paying attention
1: i noticed that today i was like the people are playing the buttons and or they're pushing the buttons and the people are strumming the strings but i was like they could be like if you looked at any one person you're like is does this match up like but at the same time doesn't matter because it doesn't because you don't notice it unless you until someone until
2: someone mentions it i would never have noticed it you know anyways trent you want to give us david helms
1: yeah a david helms review He says, it's titled Demonic Bastard, and it says all narcissistic MFers like this instructor should be put down like a sick animal. I will be more than happy to volunteer my services to whack everyone of these MFers. These people are demonic. So he doesn't seem to hate the movie, he seems to hate the antagonist of the film. Yeah, keyword antagonist.
2: You're clearly not meant to side with this guy what if
1: what if you watched spider-man and you were like one star the green goblin super mean one star
0: star- the green goblin. Goblin. Goblin.
2: it'd be like watching the dark knight and being like i don't think the world should burn. you know <laughs> so this is from jeff yeah Wait, he also, says,
1: David Helms threatened to kill people. He said that he'll oh, kill that's anyone. True. He said that he he'll said whack that... anyone who behaves like this. And good on him, I guess. You know? Do you think he was at um, the, the, the insurrection?
2: <laughs> so this is from Jeff. And it says, Had no idea I bought this. Haven't seen it since I had no idea I bought it. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> And the other thing I found funny is that three people found this helpful.
1: Like a ma- like even if you did buy something accidentally, like you can write a negative review about Amazon as a service. But why are you taking out on Whiplash the movie?
2: Yeah, it's, it's truly it's it's interesting for sure. But um, you know what else is interesting,
1: Trent? The, f- the film of the week this week, Oscar yeah, nominated Whiplash. film. Whiplash. Trent, let's. Let,
2: let, i feel like asking the second i feel like asking the second half of this question is a little moot but what's working and what's not working
1: um when what's working the inserts so many beautiful inserts (laughs) of people playing instruments and um extreme close-ups and um also that's
2: why people like whiplash the inserts and the close-ups
1: and also jk simmons I mean, you can. I mean, like I said before, like you can watch the short film version, and if not for J.K. Simmons, it would just be a really good short film. But like, or it really, it'd be a really good student film. But then when you're watching with J.K. Simmons, it like it puts it in a new league.
2: It's it's shocking that this movie was shot for three point three million dollars and in seventeen days, and like it looks so much better. And, like, feels so much better than, like, most other movies that I've seen. You know, like, um, uh, I, th- I think Damien Chazelle has a really good grasp on, like, film language and how to um, use it to convey a mood. Which I don't think comes across as well in the short. I mean, like, it- it's a well-done short, but like you said, it kind of feels like a student film. As opposed to this, where it has such, like, moody lighting and you mentioned the inserts and the close-ups and everything and i feel like everything in this movie when i think of this movie i think of it as like like a like a a perfectly like mechanized like like a clockwork machine where everything is correctly and mechanically put together to make you feel the way it wants you to feel and it's like perfect in every way wow Um. I left Trent to the loss for words, I guess.
1: No, I just had a thought and then I forgot it and now I'm mad at myself. Oh. Remember during the interview when uh when Melanie Jones said that like she saw the shore and was like, This is like very bright, we should like make things darker. Like it's yeah. crazy how we talked to the person who made Whiplash dark. As dark look as it this is way. As yeah. dark as it is here today. Because yeah. I mean, I was embarrassed to say it on the air uh, to use this overused reference, but I was like, "This is pretty taxi drivery." There are a lot of greens and oranges going on here, but she seemed to like that. To her, yeah, she was. She and- was okay with that with, with that comparison.
2: Yeah, I I think this movie it's, uh, it's like a perfect script and a perfect execution of that script. Like, I I think that like ev Everything in the movie is essential, and I'm really glad it won editing uh for at the it won the Oscar for editing because at the Oscars because
1: the editing is so interesting and fun and fast.
2: Yeah, but I mean, it it lets. I feel like it's always kind of like throwing you off balance. Where sometimes it'll let a shot last. A little bit longer than you think it's gonna last or should last maybe conventionally and then other times it's like really like quick in the way that it's cutting and i feel like they know again it's i feel like damien chazelle just has a good idea of how to use the form of the movie to make you feel the way the main character is feeling if that makes what are, sense
1: what are his other movies la la land and high life Is am i crazy no
2: not not high life um What's- first man
1: first man those two movies occupy the same space in my brain have you seen first man
2: i have is it it's good? Is that it's his most really recent? really good uh film yes he did a short he did a short series for netflix called eddie where he directed two episodes and was like kind of the consulting producer showrunner type figure for that show um i haven't seen that but his his last movie was first man which is excellent and his next movie is coming out later this year Babylon starring Brad Pitt and Marco Robbie and Tobey
1: Maguire whoa that's crazy so I know you talked about this like reading the script of this and how nice of an experience that is and I haven't done that but it's crazy because when I watch this I'm like oh it's all the performances even though the script is very snappy but I, 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 I envisioning this without J.K. Simmons, I'm sure is hard for everyone. But also, I I think My- Miles Teller is also like perfect.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I think obviously the acting is really really good, and it clearly I think J.K. Simmons is like the powerhouse performance in the movie, mm-hmm. and this movie would be a much lesser movie without him. And I think again, it's weird that they asked Dane DeHaan to be in it. Um, I. I feel like I can't see that.
1: I feel like Johnny Simmons from the short makes more sense.
2: Yeah. Although I'm I'm glad I'm glad they didn't go with him. I feel like he's not right.
1: Apparently he didn't actually play the drums.
2: Well, I think that less less so that, but I think he has kind of like a softer I don't I don't know how to explain it, but like with, I was going to bring this up of like Miles Teller has like a weird presence in Hollywood where like he's a star but like, I don't really know how to place him because he's not like a Tom Cruise figure, or something. Where like the,
1: he, th- despite his proximity in Top Gun,
2: yeah. But like, but, but do you know what I mean? Like he isn't like, oh, no, he, like he's he, he he's, is he's kind the of sexy, the sexy one. Like no, he, but he he's
1: not like in the tabloids. I dare I say, but like, I, I think
2: he has this interesting star personality, and I think. Damien Chazelle knows how to use him in this movie.
1: So I was watching... um, I mean, there's so many good scenes in this movie, but, like, the not-my-tempo, like, throwing the chair... I know, like, that's all adapted from the short, but it's, like, maybe the strongest... It's, I mean, that and the ending are, like, really hard to take your eyes off of. And, like, the before and after of the car crash scene. Like, him playing the drums while bloody, and also... Do you know when um, it's the the three drummers and every time they mess up, he switches them? That's a good scene.
2: Yeah. Well, that scene's like tough to watch. Yeah. Anytime I watch the movie, it feels like it's going on for so long.
0: are you looking for? There's no pot of gold down there. Are you re- adjusting the seat, really? That's been your fucking problem the whole time, the seat height. So now you have it, right? Go! Oh, dear. Fuck you! Neiman. Maybe it's time to finally bring this home. What do you say?
1: and wait the green shirt guy what's his name um you can see him like breaking and he like looks like a robot when he's playing the drums yeah. and, he, and he's like malfunctioning and then jk simmons just has lines like get off go go and it, it's pretty
2: crazy I, <laughs> I fucking love when he starts playing the the cowbell it's mm-hmm. so like Uh, that's the other thing with jk simmons and most of the stuff is in the writing like i feel like most people think that so much of the movie is ad-libbed and it's not only
1: one line is ad-libbed and it's the thing about him being a self-righteous little prick i read that in the research
2: i think what this movie does really well is kind of show an abusive personality and all the things that come along with it because fletcher from the beginning is like this weird shadowy figure and people are like oh what's the deal with him but they kind of want to be with him because he's powerful and then he comes and he's like you you're coming with me even the first thing he does is fuck with the other guy uh with my cell well
1: what's so nice is that the whole movie you're going back and forth on like oh on the antagonist and i feel like so rarely or right, can you be like in I feel like having, like, shocked moments where you're entirely inverted and then you do a 180, like, doesn't happen that often. And it happens so many times in terms of, is Fletcher nice?
2: Um, What I was going to bring up was, like, they show him being, like, inviting. And then they show him being, like, okay, like, it's not a big deal. You're screwing up the tempo, but it's not a big deal. And then he blows up. And then they show him, like...
1: Interacting with a little girl, too. yeah i mean he's like actually nice and then he comes in and he's like what's up cocksuckers
2: i feel like the easy version of this character is to show that he's all nice and cheery and you know whatever to everyone on the outside and then on the inside he's a complete monster but that's not what they do with him which i I
1: look and I like how he's not redeemed in the end, but he, like, gets what he wants in that he's trying to, like, push someone to greatness. And that, yeah. like, he's a bad guy. And then we acknowledge that. But, like.
2: Well, I was going to say, at the end, just because, like, that's how can we not talk about the end. But th- I love that they show. um, I love they show Miles Teller smiling at mm-hmm. him at the end.
1: And then you because... only see his eyes. Who's? Or you only see JK Simmons eyes like well, you, you don't, see him
2: smiling too like you, you see, see his eyes mouth. but like yeah you know no, that but you implied. see you, you know that he's smiling yeah yes. but but the reason I love seeing Miles Teller smiling is again, I think this whole movie is kind of it's really good at showing an abusive relationship where by the end he's screwed over Miles Teller so much and then Miles Teller does this great drum solo. And then Miles Teller thinks I got th- I did this drum solo. Kind of because of Fletcher, like he, he, which is what I assume by watch by seeing him smile. Um, again, I I think that like that ending without that shot of him smiling is kind of like him. It's it's much less complicated because it's oh like he shows Fletcher at the end. But instead, you're left with this very complicated feeling of them
1: being on the same team for. Oh
2: God, yeah. Like maybe now it isn't just to fuck you, and then he's off to do his own thing. Like this. Andrew wanted
1: to be great for a time.
2: Exactly, he wanted to be one of the greats. the, The cost of being one of the greats, like, does that have to include kind of your humanity, or like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like that ending make it's much more complicated.
1: Perth, do you want to die dead in a ditch at 34 full of heroin and direct movies that people talk about, or do you want no one to remember you? Um, I- I'm okay if
2: people don't remember me, I think. So long as I can work, you know. I actually, I had this question posed by one of my friends in high school, Kyle Van Lanningham, if he's listening. Friend um, off the show. Friend off the show. He'd asked me in high school once, like, would you if it meant it took 10 years off your life would you choose taking 10 years off your life but you become a very successful person hollywood director Mm -hmm. um would you do it and i think i said yes but then another hypothetical he posed was would you rather die essentially the same hypothetical of would you rather die at um okay would, would you rather die at like 40 but everybody says that your movies are amazing like kubrick level like they change religion. film and everything but people say that you're a monster and they hated working with you or would you rather be kind of successful
1: be steven Spielberg, but have steven spielberg mentality wait what in the way that you're nice on set but you're not steven spielberg level famous
2: sure yeah but like but like people really love you uh, I wonder what you think Trent.
1: I don't know. I don't think I'm going to be very famous at any point and I'm kind of okay with that. But, the, but I think I feel in the high same. school, I think in high school I wanted that. Doesn't everyone want it for a time?
2: I I don't think I ever really wanted to be famous, but I did I did I want to be successful.
1: Great. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I mean, who's to say that you can't still be Parth. It's never too late. Um yeah. But I mean, I saw a quote, I mean, not to get back on track, but I saw a quote from Damien Chazelle, or maybe it was by J.K. Simmons, about essentially, like, opening discussion for the end of the film and having it be inconclusive. And um, that it just makes me think of, like, freshman year film history class of talking about Do the Right Thing and just being like, yeah, we wanted people to, like, leave the theater and, like, talk about this. And I feel like that's, like, the only and best way to do it. Is what Whiplash did it is to like, yeah, I mean, encourage I think, encourage actual discussion.
2: I mean, I think with this kind of movie, you know, I don't particularly want to go into Top Gun Maverick and come out with like really questioning, you know, the morals of the military complex. You know, like I don't know, like like there's a certain kind of movie where I think like those are movies meant to you go in and have a good time but if you're making a movie that's about like well is it okay to treat people awfully if it's in the service of art is it okay yeah well that's the the key you know like like that's not
1: or like the, the exchange of suffering for your art
2: yeah i i think clearly the movie doesn't think that you should treat people awfully but it it does pose it does pose kind of an an interesting dilemma for people that are incredibly invested and incredibly passionate about what they do is, is it worth destroying a part of yourself to get to that point?
1: And sacrificing your other relationships not to be the adult in the room. Yeah. Like, like, and
2: I think that if you make a movie that's about those kinds of topics, having it end with like a didactic kind of, this is right. This is the correct this is the answer is it would have been like a disservice to what the movie is trying to go for because there isn't there's no correct correct answer there's there's you know you shouldn't treat people i'm on the side that you should not treat people badly regardless of whether you're trying to make great art good art whatever um and you should i think people should be well-functioning human beings outside of their art or whatever they do. Um, Having said that, like, you know, we're in film school, and it becomes difficult because people expect you to kind of, you know, they ask you to, I mean, the film industry works asks you to work crazy long hours and to, like, kill yourself over not that much pay, and, you know, you get yelled at on set and all this shit. And so it, it's a, it's a difficult the, thing. The
1: two the two most harmful words in the English language are "good job," you know.
2: Uh, yeah. You want to know the awful thing? Sure. When I was in, when I saw this movie the first the first time, I was like, "Yeah, no, like he sucks, but he's right."
1: Yeah, I mean, I know you said that you like a lot of the Fletcher quotes, but you can't say a lot of them because they use words that were allowed in 2014 and no longer allowed eight years later
2: well no i i only like one i only like one specific quote where i'm like that's so funny the way he delivers it but it, it's like one it's like a truly awful thing to say and it's the thing he says
0: about the calculator why would you give it to neiman right you give a calculator to a fucking retard he's gonna try to turn on a tv with it now get your sticks and get your ass on stage but
1: and and your and mars bar was it was your twitter header for a while now
0: it was. There's
2: no fucking Mars bar down there. I thought it was funny.
1: Is there any point in talking about what didn't work in this movie? Because it's so good.
2: I I I think this is one of the rare perfect
1: movies. Jackson Clark uh, regularly has only seen this movie once. Four-time guest of the show, so you'd think that we'd respect his opinion. But he's seen this movie only once, and he argues that the Melissa Benoit subplot should be cut from the movie and has nothing to do with anything. And so I'm just putting um, up I last mean that's year. just like
2: absolutely like in like a dog, dog shit, shit stupid no <laughs> not <numbness,
1: laughs> n- n- sh- reading reading that's I mean I have that reading um doesn't mean it's but. good
2: Yeah Well again it's 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 showing that he has the capacity to have a life outside this and to you know this girl he, he goes on this date and it's awkward you, seeing that date gives a good reading for who he is as a person because he's on this date and all he can talk about kind of is initially is he's like oh they've got good music here and like yeah. he, he's like an you see that he's awkward and that he you know he's just a little bit off or, or not focused on he's what's like, happening
1: he's like a little stiff like I don't know in the short Johnny Simmons seemed a little bit more like timid but, but uh, Miles is just more, like, stiff.
2: Yeah. And you see that, like, this could be... But, like, by the end, it's, like, good. Because they kind of are able to connect on the fact that they both feel kind of lonely in the city and alone and whatever. And so it could be the start of something. And then you see that he, like, fucks it up. Like, really terribly in the way that he breaks up with her. And you see in... Her going, like, you you think I'm, like, some ditzy girl that's, like, doesn't know what's going on, doesn't really have a future, I would hold you back. And him saying yes to that kind of shows you where he's at. So I think saying that that whole sub... It's not a subplot. It's the movie. Like, I, I this isn't a movie with subplots.
1: It's kind of like... His, I mean, you're kind of right about that. Um, it's kind of one continuous stream of consciousness. But, um... That's, like, his emotional, like, low point in terms of him treating other people poorly.
2: Exactly. Because I
0: want to be great.
2: And you're not.
0: I want to be one of the greats.
1: And I would stop you from doing that? Yeah. You know I would stop you from doing that. You know that for a fact. Yes. And I'd barely see you anyway? Yeah. And when I did see you, you treat me like shit because I'm just some girl who doesn't know what she wants, and you have a path, and you're going to be great, and I'm going to be forgotten, and therefore, you won't be able to give me the time of day because you have bigger things to pursue.
0: That's exactly my point.
1: What the fuck is wrong with you? You're right, we
2: should not be dating. And then, him asking, once he's finally alone, and it's like, oh, I've I got this one gig, and he asks her, like, oh, would you come to that? It's really awkward. That whole relationship, the only relationships that you see outside of his school is with his dad, and with Melissa Benoist, and with his dad, his dad clearly cares for him, and there's that whole thing, but her you see the consequences of like you you can be this incredibly highly focused highly like kind of fucking on person all the time about whatever you love but that'll have consequences you won't get the girl you know your girlfriend you break up with her you can't just get her back when you want her she's probably dating somebody else and probably pissed at you for and how they you don't, and they don't, talk and to new, her
1: the new boyfriend doesn't like jazz apparently
2: yeah like and- i I, I don't know like, like I, I think that saying that that shouldn't be in the movie is to discredit and not understand what the movie is trying to say and show about obsess the obsessive nature of trying to be great at art or at anything really
1: i'm not a la la land hater but this movie's better than la la land
2: i think it's it's unfair to compare these because they're quite different in what they're trying to accomplish but yeah
1: I I prefer this to La La Land. They are two movies that heavily feature music by the same director. So I'm comparing I guess.
2: But like, I don't know. They're not like the same really at all. Other than featuring jazz and being the same director. Even just stylistically, this movie is very different.
1: Would have been crazy if La La Land won Best Picture. Remember that almost happened accidentally?
2: It did. And then it didn't.
1: Well, I mean, it didn't happen. It just... I know it almost happened you know you know um should we talk is there nothing to say and what's not working should we just enter the reading squalette i mean try to try to try to bring something bad to the surface
2: can you think of anything Can you can you the, play the Jeopardy theme song while we try to think of something?
1: The um, the car crash. I is that like the only CGI in the movie? Like a few frames before he gets hit. I'm is sure there's
2: CG of
1: it. It looks weird oh, like because like the things, camera stays there, and it yeah. like flips. Yeah. Well, yeah
2: that that's the only like noticeable CG in the film. But I don't think it's bad. Like it, no,
1: it's just noticeable upon me watching this movie for like the tenth time.
2: Sure, we can is say that, that the crash is the one... It, I guess that's the one, like, pushing reality just a little bit that he'd be able to, like, run. That,
1: doesn't Ryan Connolly, like, the Irish guy, have such... Or Johnny Utah, have such is a Johnny punchable... Johnny Utah, yeah. Doesn't he have such a punchable face? It's, like, so perfect.
2: He does. I. That's... Okay, yeah. The, the movie... The casting director should have been paid overtime for this
1: movie. Do you know um, when it's, like, he comes in and... Fletcher's like you know each other, right? And he's like, "Yeah, sup, Andrew? You know that? <laughs> I don't know. Yes. It's just like so many of the lines in this are so funny. And yeah. uh, and Neiman saying, "Turn my pages, bitch! I can yeah. play that.
0: Don't fuck off, Utah! Turn my pages, bitch! Don't fuck off, Utah! Turn my pages, bitch! Me,
2: awesome. There's so many. There's so many lines in this movie. Give me awesome. Give me, give me one part. Um. Well. Again, like, I'll, I'll, the one that always gets a laugh out of me, out of just like this, like should not be funny. This is not. This is horrible. But it's it's when um the is it Tanner? Yeah, Tanner um loses the or folder? gives it to Neiman and then yeah. Neiman loses it and then um he goes, I I can't I I, I lost Neiman lost the folder and he's like, what do you mean Neiman lost the folder? He's like, I gave him the um I gave him the folder and he lost it. He goes, What why'd you give it to him? If you give a if you give a calculator to a arsler, he'll try to turn on the fucking TV with it. And yeah. it's it's just it's the most awful thing. But like it's the way he delivers it is so funny. And the other the other funny thing is that it's Andrew Naaman. That's his yes. name and And everybody else calls him that but the only person that calls him neiman is fletcher
1: well damien chazelle said that was intentional because he was like yeah it's a change change his name to get under his skin
2: it's it's in the script again another thing of like abusive personalities do that it's like a form of control of like i'm not gonna say your name correctly because fuck you
1: Hmm.
2: again uh what's another thing that i find funny um Oh, you you're, you're going to add the clips of all these things happening, right? After oh, we say them.
1: Oh, oh there will be clips. Clips galore. Okay. I, th-
2: of course there's there's no fucking Mars bar down there. Um that's funny. Um
1: I feel like his attack of all of the jazz band is like so full metal jacket, you know? <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. What also the other thing, it happens just before there's no fucking Mars bar down there. It's not really like a line but the, again, it's it's like his mannerisms when he's like, we have an out of tune player
1: mm-hmm.
2: and then maybe,
1: maybe a bug flew in my ear. And then and then
2: he's like going through each. Per- oh, wait, no, 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 no. It's not during that. It's during. um. The initial scene where he's like, I want st- to where he's in the st- not studio band he's in at Nassau the beginning. Band. Yeah, he's in Nassau. And then he's like going through each player and he goes like, let's just see if you're in second. You're in second chair should mean you're cute let's just should mean you're good let's just let's hear you're here just because you're cute and then he's like yep okay it's just so funny
1: i i was just gonna bring up that exact thing but since you did i'll say when he comes in and he like flips through their music and he just looks at it for a while and he goes hmm, cute Yeah, it's so funny it's like such a dick move like it's so funny though his head just looks like so veiny like the whole movie he just looks like so muscular and scary and i noticed today that like the movie begins and ends with him like taking his jacket off you know
2: yeah oh another thing um when i was in high school i had a friend who was um gay and we both found the mr gay pride of the upper west sideline funny Unfortunately, we are not serving cosmo- cosmopolitans and baked Alaskas. Uh, anyways, it's
1: funny. you going, going off. All right, a I janitor? think it's time for the.
0: <laughs> a fuck! Find the fucking folder! A dumb fuck! A dumb
2: fuck! Can you even read music?
1: Uh, yeah.
2: If you sa- if you deliberately sabotage my band, I will fuck you like a pig.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. So should we enter the ratings gauntlet and get out of here?
2: Yeah, I think it's time.
1: So Trent, I think a nuclear, a nuclear oh, wait a nuclear bomb just fell. Oh, oh no! My skin
0: it's burning. No! I'm going on impact.
2: walk out or are you gonna come out of it and look at the explosion from afar
1: uh, from afar I, he, Indiana jones was so close to the to the to well the yeah i cloud. mean he'd be dead you know what i he'd mean be, he'd be dead before they reached the kingdom of the crystal skull so um should we just like like yes this movie i'd recommend it it's awesome yes 10 out of 10 Or what What's the other one rate rewatchable uh, rewatchable yes uh i've watched it during for the interview Just watched it again today to brush up. It's awesome. It's the ultimate, like, on in the background. Like, I can kind of watch this, and there's really good music, and it's really attractive sort of movie. Yeah, it's
2: rewatchable. I definitely recommend this. It's a 10 out of 10. Is this, like, my third
1: 10 out of 10? I think this is the first time we've both done a 10 out of 10.
2: Yeah. Because I did it for Memento, Dark Knight, and this, right? Have you ever given a 10 out of 10?
1: I don't know. wait I yes
2: thought... you did do you want to oh, know my... which one lock down can...
1: <laughs> you had me for a second there have i never given a 10 a 10 though i feel like i must have i feel like off.
2: you've given a 9.5 before but never a 10 i don't think you have
1: maybe i did to dark knight
2: oh i think i bullied you into a 10 yeah, this is the first time right. without bullying I've given you we both Yes,
1: without 10. any form of resistance, I'd more than happily give this a 10. I see it in Come a on, of, The Dark Knight's a 10. I see it in a lot of people's Letterbox top 4 and um, I don't know if this was in the research, but it's has a 4.4 4 out of 5 on Letterbox, which is one of the highest 250 rated on the entire platform.
2: Yeah. Um all right. Well, I guess that settles that um
1: yeah that settles american politics wait trent you know what everything's okay now
2: you know what episode comes out after this one um it's our hunt it's our our hundredth episode special after this yes this is the 99th episode
1: what's gonna be the 100th time. the timelines of this is really fucked up because i don't think we've made like our 96th episode yet
2: we, we just released our 96th. 97th and 98th have yet to be released. It's still, still a
1: mystery to us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what's 100?
2: Well, we have three weeks to figure it out.
1: You should go abroad and think about it.
2: Yeah. Maybe... Take, maybe t-
1: Take some time.
2: Maybe the sweet Indian air will mm. incite ideas in my mind, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was just gonna say that exact thing, um, except you said it, and so it's okay. Um, okay. Okay. Uh, um, sh- should everyone find us on Instagram and Twitter? Apparently, Parth yeah. is lighting up Twitter. Um, if you're interested okay. in checking that out, all right. Um, but that's just personal. Parth at Parth at Marate Parth. But you can find us okay, at thank craft, you craft, craft yeah. services pod. And if you want to just email Parth personal stuff or pictures of like warts on your back or, you know, whatever growth in your mouth, that's at, uh, it's, you're going to want to find him at at ParthMarate at gmail.com. And you can go ahead and send it. It's actually, that's his real email. So go ahead, send over whatever you want to send. I'm not
2: even editing this episode. <laughs>
1: you're oh, the I one am. doing
2: this 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 is dangerous um, we're on every podcasting platform out there give us a good rating and a review bye guys We love you